What is going on? Jason Parks here, solo today, episode 46 of the Media Captain Podcast. Steph and I were not able to meet up this week, so I will be uh, riding this ship solo. Um, and right now, I am at my home office. Uh, it's funny, the um, it, it, I like natural light, in, but I kind of, when I'm working, I like it to be like a little bit darker, so I'll leave the lights off and um, have some natural light. My wife, on the other hand, she likes like anytime she's anywhere, she just likes it to be extremely bright. And we really clash on this. So I'm very curious if the listeners out there, if they prefer a working environment where it's just like fully lit or they like it to be, you know, a little darker like myself. Not that there's a right or wrong. But where I do think my wife is wrong is that she, when like we're watching a movie, sometimes she likes there to be a light on. And I'm like, no, when we're watching a show uh, or, or a movie, it should be completely dark outside. Um, but that's just my rant as I'm sitting here in my dark office on a weekend with coffee. Can't get much better. Hopefully everyone is doing well. Um, today we're going to dive into um, digital strategy. And when I talk about that, I am going to walk you through my mindset when a client calls into our office and how a strategy is devised from a digital perspective. So we're taking a blank canvas and um, you know we're trying to put together a beautiful painting and that's obviously a well thought out digital strategy. Um, so we get calls from all types of businesses at our agency, um, whether it's e-commerce, whether it's B2B. Um, so we just get a lot of different types of businesses that contact us and one of the uh, you know, in my opinion, one of the most beneficial things of an agency is that we've done work with hundreds of businesses, so we know how to devise a strategy. If you don't have the right strategy, you could be putting in a lot of time, a lot of effort, and you're essentially swimming upstream. Um, you're going to, if you don't have the right strategy and you're not doing the right type of work, it can be a complete waste of time. So, I like to, and this isn't a sales pitch for the media captain, this is just you trying to improve your business. You can make an internal marketing hire for $50,000, $70,000, um, yet if they don't put forth the right strategy, it can really be um, a waste of money. So uh, we like to, we really pride ourselves on, on, on that upfront strategy. All right, so the phone rings and at our agency and someone's calling in and they're looking for uh, services. Um, so the phone will get transferred to uh, me or somebody on our team that has a high digital skill that, that can take the call. Um, we obviously like providing a lot of value during these calls. So it's not just like a sales rep that doesn't have any digital knowledge or talking to somebody that can actually deploy strategy. Um, so our admin assistant will answer the phone and she will get preliminary information, name of the business, the uh, name of the marketing manager or the owner of the business, um, obviously contact information. All of this is really important because it could be that, um, you know, if somebody's calling in and they have a Gmail account and they have not started a business, that's obviously going to be a much different strategy than, um, you know, someone that is working at a Fortune 500 company or a billion dollar company. So getting that preliminary information is really important. So the admin, our admin assistant um, will relay that information. And let's say I'm just taking the new client call. Um, I will take that information and I have different pieces of, of software that I use and, and I'll get into all of that. 
But one of the first things I do is um, I look at the notes from our admin assistant as to how long have they been in business? Are they currently working with an agency? Is this their first foray with an agency? So I want to know all of this information. Um, so obviously, the more information I get, the better. Uh, but I get this information, and one of the first things I do, obviously, is go to their website. So if we're going to be, let's say they call in just for digital marketing services, I want to see whether or not they have a good site, um, and I want to know what industry that they're in. So let's just say that it's a roofing company, and sometimes they just say, I, I want um, social media. Well, social media for a roofing company might not be the most important service, so I like to hear what they have to say, but a lot of times I'll provide more guidance. So sticking with the roofing company, one of the first things I'll do is I'll look at the website. If the website is really bad, um, I don't, I, I'm not going to be that excited about improvement on the digital front because if we start sending paid traffic to the website, if we start optimizing from an SEO perspective, um, if there's a bad website experience, there's not going to be conversions. So I really like to start the conversation there. I'm also always curious um, where the business is located and what their uh, primary services are that they, that they want to rank for. So if it's a roofing company in Columbus, Ohio, um, obviously they're looking for, uh, they want to rank for roofing company. Um, but I'm trying to determine the market that they're trying to rank for. Is it Columbus? Is it every suburb around Columbus? Do they have locations in Columbus and in Cleveland and in Indianapolis? Like I'm trying to gauge what our scope of work is going to be. If they just have one location, um, the SEO optimization and the digital strategy is really going to be geared towards that one location. If there's multiple locations, it's a different type of strategy. So I'm trying to gauge all of that. So not only can I come up with the right game plan, but also I can price it um, accordingly. So I like to have conversation, like the, the tone is very conversational with the person that I'm speaking with. Um, I'm just asking them about their business. Hey, how was business, um, how's business been in 2020 versus 2019? You know, with COVID-19, are you seeing an uptick or decrease in business? Uh, you know, what's your pain point from a digital perspective? I'm asking all of these questions and let's just stick with the roofing company. You know, a common answer amongst a lot of companies is, hey, we, you know, we have a website. We've never focused on, you know, we've never put in the necessary resources to online marketing. We have a sales team. That's how we get our business. Um, but, you know, we want inbound leads. That's a very common conversation. So I'm asking these questions and then I'm also plugging information into different softwares. Um, that I have up. So we use, and I've mentioned this before, we use SEMrush for our SEO keyword tracking, and SEMrush is just fantastic. So I look at the um, the domain authority, uh, and I'm looking to see the overall authority of the website. So is this a website that was built three months ago, and we're essentially starting from scratch from an SEO perspective, or is this a website that has been around eight years, has really good authority, and just needs proper optimization in order for it to rank. The reason I'm asking this is twofold. A, I want to know if there's just like low-hanging fruit where I'm like, oh my gosh, this company's been around for 10 years. We can get some quick wins here because they have good authority going to their site, but not, you know, it just hasn't been optimized for the market where they're located, which let's just say Columbus, Ohio, because that's where I am. Um, 
I'm also trying to get this information so I can provide the client with realistic expectations. One of the most common questions we get from a client is, how long is it going to take until I rank on the first page of Google? Um, so I, I try and be upfront with them and I, I say, you know what, your authority based off of just preliminary research, your authority is a, a 15, which for a local business, common um, room for growth, but decent, a 15 um, authority score out of 100. And I then compare them to their competitors. Uh, and I'm putting their, uh, I'm finding out their competitor's authority score. So if their competitor's authority score is like a 20 to a 22, I know we might be in striking distance and within three or four months of work, we can really see some nice wins. Um, if I notice that their authority score is a two because it's a brand new site and their competitors are in the mid 20s, you know, it could be a longer um, uphill climb, uh, but there's also quick wins that can be done throughout the way like like blogging. So I am trying to get all of this information um, because what's happening here is twofold. I'm providing the client, the prospective client, with a roadmap for like, hey, here's our strategy, here's our game plan. But I'm also providing an internal roadmap as this is how we're going to tackle this. Um, so the other thing is that a lot of people, let's say, might contact us for SEO. And again, I try and be, I try and just provide realistic expectations and they're wanting to, they're hiring us because if you want SEO, you want more website traffic, you want more leads, you want more business. But what people don't understand is that it takes a little bit of time for this to, um, it takes a little bit of time for this to happen. So it's not overnight. So a lot of times what can complement search engine optimization is paid advertising or paid social. Um, so. I'm making sure that the client is, the prospective client is aware that there could be in time, time involved in the strategy, but also, hey, let's get some instant traffic to your site. Let's up, set up a PPC campaign for a Columbus roofing, you know, for Columbus roofing company. Um, if they do windows, home exteriors, like we can set up these really nice structured campaigns. We can get great data and we can um, start driving instant traffic to your site. So, that's one of the, the key takeaways is a lot of people think they just need one thing, but really like a well-blended strategy that combines um, SEO, paid advertising, and social media is good. When it comes to, and I'm just sticking with the example of the roofing company, when it comes to the roofing company, uh, you know, social media, I try and, I, I'm not trying to pitch the kitchen sink to a prospective client. I'm trying to focus on the areas that I think will actually drive new business. Um, for a roofing company, I th the, the new business would come from Google search. Uh, it would come from Google paid ads, Bing. Uh, and on the social side, I think it could come from um, pretty much re uh, primarily retargeting. So that's what I would think for a roofing company. Uh, you know, it is good to get social posts if you want like branding and you might be able to drive new business by having some clever social media promotions. But I still think that um, Google search is primarily going to be the way to go, Google and, and, and Google paid ads. If you're listening, you might be asking, well, Jason, why do you not think social media would um, be beneficial? So I try and think of a when a business contacts us, uh, I'm trying to think of uh, – the, the, the way that a consumer is going to find out about the, the company and eventually purchase. So for a roofing company, let's just play this scenario out. If somebody goes to Google 
and they do a Google search. And, and so by the way, before I go into this, I am comparing Google versus Facebook and I'm trying to in, in social media and I'm trying to figure out what's going to generate a better return on investment for a roofing company. And so now I'll play the scenario out. So somebody goes to Google, they do a search for Columbus Roofing Company. Their intent is pretty damn high. At that point, like they are looking for a roofing company or a roofing contractor and they have typed that into Google. So their intent is high. Well, if I were to go to social media and find somebody that's interested in roofing, it's going to be a lot more challenging. What do I, you know, I could target somebody based off of their interests, um, you know, based off of them being a new homeowner. Uh, I can tar- target certain zip codes possibly after a storm, and there's different ways that you can go about doing it. But when I'm thinking of the two, uh, there's a higher light. People are going to be deeper into the funnel and more likely to convert when they're actually typing the keywords into Google. So that's why I would pitch, um, you know, why I would be at least more uh, bullish on um, SEO in, in paid advertising versus social. Uh, but again, that's just kind of how um, I operate when I'm talking to someone because I want to find the most profitable services. So let's say this client signs on um, with our agency. So I told you, I am figuring out all of these services because that's going to be the scope of work. So I'm like, all right, we're going to be doing SEO, we're going to be doing paid ads, and we're going to be doing um, retargeting across Google Display Network and also um, social media. Uh, on, on social media, we'll do retargeting. And of course, retargeting is if somebody visits your site, drops off, and you can retarget to them. Um, so that's really how we develop the, the scope. A lot of times people come in with one thought of, of what they're looking for. Uh, on the contrary, you know, I, I also like this is an op- we, we have development resources in-house. Um, so we just got a call from a company and uh, they're interested in, in services. Well, it ends up that their WordPress site, uh, you know, the plugins haven't been updated since 2014. Um, so before even committing, maybe not 2014, but it has, they haven't been updated in the past three to four years. So rather than saying, yeah, we're going to do the SEO work, work, which consists of writing SEO content, you know, doing the optimization and making the implementations on your site, I want to do a five-hour consult where I have a developer go into your site to make sure that the entire site's not going to crash if we make a change. So that's an example where um, if I were to just try and sell a service and jump the gun, uh, it could end up biting, uh, you know, it, it could end up haunting us because their website's in such a bad place that the focus needs to be on the website before um, the opti- you know, before the optimization. So I talked about the roofing company and um, early on I said, well, somebody can contact us if they have a Gmail, they might not have a business. We have a really unique package and that is where we do help out new businesses. Um, so it's almost really nice doing that because you're working off of a blank slate. And in that instance, um, we build a website and can simultaneously update the uh, simultaneously update the search engine optimization on the site. So that's where we're combining forces within you know within the resources within our company, where we have a developer, a designer, a project manager building out the site. And then we also have someone from an SEO perspective making sure the pages are built in a way that's going to be SEO friendly. Going off of the example of um, you know the new business, 
So that is an instance where they're going to have no authority on their site. So even if we optimize these pages to the best of our ability and it's a beautiful site, like the work is not, the work's just started there, folks, because um, they, I mean, it's, it's, I always say it's the equivalent of writing a great book, but you need distribution if you want to make any money off of that book. Otherwise, it's just going to collect dust. So the same thing holds true for a site. So you might be wondering, well, how do I get authority to my site? Well, let's say you're a roofer in Columbus and you're starting a new business. Um, My guess is that you've probably done work for other um, businesses, some commercial work. You could reach out to those companies and ask them if you could get, uh, if you could be put as a resource on their website. Um, And the reason that that would be beneficial is because you could get a backlink from another Columbus local company. Um, to your site, which will help build your authority. Of course, backlinks are the foundation of SEO's algorithm, and it's what helps Google determine whether a site is authoritative or not. Um, Another thing that you could do is if you're in a suburb of Columbus and you want to sponsor a Little League baseball team or you're involved with your church or, you know, another local initiative, um, these are all opportunities, obviously, to help out the community, but you can also get great localized backlinks. Um, so you want to be building up this authority uh, onto your site. So obviously when the site launches, it's going to be great, but then you're getting these links and um, you're going to actually have a chance to rank. So that's really one of the things a lot of small businesses get burned by is that they pay a lot of money for a new website. Um, they might pay a lot of money for upfront SEO, but there's no focus on building up the authority. So once their site launches, you're just hearing crickets and, and, and nothing's really happening. On So I've covered now a local, like a, a local roofing company. I've covered um, like a, a new business that's just starting out. Uh, e-commerce is becoming a larger part of our client portfolio. So we're working on a lot of e-commerce sites. Um, e-commerce is really interesting because when we, if somebody's calling in inquiring about e-commerce services, uh, um, we're really looking as to what's the best channel once again. Is it going to be Google or is it going to be Facebook? And um, two examples, commercial cleaning supply company. Um, you know, they sell expensive products over $1,500, over $2,000. These products are very unique. It would be really hard to find somebody on social media with that. So that is an example where you would want to do Google shopping um, because it will just pull from your data feed. And this client has over 2,000 products, so it would be hard to bid via PPC for every keyword unless you're doing dynamic search ads. Um, So uh, that would be an example where we're like, hey, let's uh, go aggressive on Google Shopping. Um, The other example, which I've alluded to in past podcasts, is just a t-shirt company. Um, You know, we worked with a t-shirt company before they brought the efforts in-house. We helped them scale from zero to over $5 million dollars. And that was where they their unique selling proposition was that they were able to sell T-shirts for $8 with amazing designs on them. And uh, they targeted, I mean, these the shirts just sold like wildfire. When they asked to get on Google Shopping, it was just really hard to, uh, the, the shirts were, people just weren't aware that the shirts existed. But when you put it in front of them on social media, they love the design, they were able to visually see it, and they love the price point. Whereas on Google, 
what are you typing into Google for a you know for a T-shirt um, that has a Volkswagen like bug on it? That's like a cute design, but it would be like a very unique search. So like you can see, it's even hard for me to explain how somebody would get to that on Google. So that's the example of where Facebook did really well for them, and all of the advertising dollars went into Facebook. So um, again, when if you're an e-commerce company. How are people searching for your products? Are they searching based off of, um, you know, are they, are they searching based off of keywords, or is it more where like the image or the video has to do the storytelling to get people aware of the product? And once again, um, those are sort of questions we ask when an e-commerce company comes in, so we can determine what's going to be the best channel for them. Um, right now, we're working with an ink that uh, they sell ink and toner. Um, and they get really good pricing on, on, on ink and toner. And that's one where people go to Google and they're looking for the specific manufacturer. Um, they're looking for, um, you know, the, uh, the, the skew of, of the ink or toner. And they're going directly to Google for that. Um, and the client has inquired about social. And we use social aggressively on, on the retargeting side. So, again, if you are out there and you are... Um, not sure on your overall strategy, like are you investing in the right places? Um, are you putting time and resources into the right places? Even a half hour or a one hour consult with, with an expert can really help guide you in the right direction. Um, you just, look, every business now essentially has a website, um, but the what, what separates the contenders from the pretenders is whether you're ranking on the first page of Google, whether you are... Uh, you know, generating leads and generating business via social media. So um, it's just important that you devise the right strategy and that you have the right execution behind that. Um, because from an SEO perspective, if you have 100 pages on your site and they need optimized, um, a lot of small businesses just might not have the resources in-house to uh, do that. So um Honestly, one it's one of my favorite parts of, of running an agency. I love talking to, to businesses when they're initially reaching out. I discover what their pain points are. Um, you know, they might have had a marketing person in house and that person left. Um, they might just be upset that their competitors are ranking ahead of them. They might need a new website, but I am able to take that blank canvas and put together a detailed strategy. And then I like quarterbacking as to who on our team is going to work on the different areas based off of the pain points. Um, so I just thought it would be interesting for everyone out there to hear how strategy is devised, um, what a client is typically asking for when they're when they're calling in. The client always wants results um, fast. So that's always the first thing is, uh, and if there's any other agency owners out there listening, um, I'd say at the beginning when I was running an agency, I would just be, overly ambitious on on deadlines and timelines and uh, I just try and put extra padding in now and um, just be very upfront as to like hey it could take six months to rank or like look I don't think that uh, for, 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 for if you want to just rank for plain white t-shirt like I'm sorry you're not going to rank ahead of Walmart and Target um, and, and all of those stores so hopefully this was helpful uh, I've been talking now for 24, uh, 23 straight minutes without a sip of cup of coffee. So hold on one second. I'm just going to take a sip. All right. And if you have any questions, um, you can tweet us at the media captain. 
Um, we would love to answer any of your questions. Um, and we will uh, be back next for episode 47, I believe. Uh, this has been Jason Parks. Hopefully, Stephanie will be back next time so I can take more sips of coffee during the podcast episode. Bye, guys.